Hey everyone, this is going to be a bit of a weird episode, nothing like uh, starting off post episode 100 with some technical difficulties, but we had some recording issues uh, while producing this episode, so there is a little, um, how should we say, creative reconstruction, there's some revisionist history as, as uh, this episode progresses, so if you notice things are a little quirky, a little off, it's because of that, um, I th- we th- what we had... I did not want to uh, get rid of because I thought there was actually some really good material in there that we could salvage. Uh, But then obviously we had to kind of reconstruct some stuff to make sure that the conversation made any sort of sense. So you might notice some things are a little awkward, a little stilted, a little weird. Uh, That's because I'm a genius when I'm selecting which outputs for recording. So uh, this is episode 101 of Music Talk from riffandrock.com. Enjoy. Welcome to Riff and Rock Music Talk. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's my line. It is. It is. That's all right. We're here. We're, we're here to talk about some albums. Amen to that. So today's episode, we got three different albums, all touching on the hip-hop genre on different ranges of the spectrum, uh, from trap to sort of classic stuff to party anthems. Uh, we all kind of came at it with from different perspectives. Um but uh, the one I want to touch on first is Dell, the Funky Homo Sapien, and Li- and Amp Live with Gate 13. Tiangelo, what did you think of Gate 13? Um, I, I just want to say this first off, specifically to the song Chili Sauce. Oh, boy. I don't know why the fuck they threw that song in there. That song just... I was like, what the fuck is this? This doesn't fit the vibe of this project at all. Like I was I was vibing and then that shit came on and I was like, what the fuck is this? Why the fuck are they doing this poppy ass record? Like you guys aren't even clearly are not a radio band or radio artist. I was like, I don't know why the fuck you guys did this on. That shit was I listened to that song for like a minute and a half and I was like, I don't know why the fuck they did this shit. I'm over it. And then before I be, again, even before I jump in, jump in, Wheel, Wheels of Fortune. I am sick and tired of rappers doing the offbeat rap style. That shit is tired. That shit was cool for like one song when one artist did it. I feel like who did that shit first? Um, the correct answer is Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Oh, probably was him? Yeah, no, the person we are reviewing is the person who pretty much created it. So you heard this style on a lot of the other work he's done in the past. Really? Yep. Oh, my mother. Oh, he got the stop thing. Oh, 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 shit. Well, shit, I guess so. But fuck it, I hate that style. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. I do not like that shit, man. He, if they got it from him, salute to him. But fuck him for coming up with that shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan of, of the offbeat style. It's like, man. Can can we just get on beat? Can we just get on beat? But you know, back on to the the regular shits. Uh, I I did enjoy the project. Um, I honestly have never heard of these these guys. Uh, this guy is it? This guy or these guys? 
Dell is doing all the ver vocal work, and then Amp Live is doing all the instrumentation. So yeah, it's it's a duet here. Okay, okay. The productions I did enjoy the productions a lot. I'm not even gonna lie. I definitely enjoyed the productions. Um, my favorite tracks, uh, even though I hate the offbeat style, I like the lyrics on uh, Wheels of Fortune, Lateral Thinking, and Help. Help was an excellent song. Um, if 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 I had to push any song on a radio, it would be Help. Fuck Chili Sauce. But Help Help was excellent. Um, I, I, I personally did enjoy that song. Huh. This, Alex, I hear in the background, like, Help? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why... <laughs> and this is why this podcast fucking rocks because we all have different fucking perspectives. All right. Uh, but I personally enjoyed Help. Uh, those are the songs uh, I would recommend. I, I'll probably listen to the album again, you know, a couple times, give it another chance. Uh, maybe Chili Sauce will grow on me. <laughs> God damn. But uh, that's a, I did not like it, man. Why? I did not like that shit, man. But otherwise, you know. Check this project out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Gate 13. I had listened to this album before, and I just liked it so much that I figured that we had to discuss it on Music Talk. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, so just right off the bat, I think everyone should purchase this album. One of my favorite hip-hop albums of the year so far. Uh, there's just so much good stuff going on. Number one, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. You've heard him on endless projects, countless things. Uh, from the Gorillas, from Handsome Boy Modeling School, and then obviously his project with uh, Dan the mm -hmm. Automator with Deltron 3030. And so here we are with Gate 13, with Amp Live. Uh, this is obviously sort of a callback to older school hip-hop. He's referencing sort of an older style that's not as popular anymore. Um, and I'm a big fan of it. I'm not going to lie. I just I love this style of work. I love this style of music. Um and I love this era of hip-hop. Uh, Dell's verbal flow, yes, is offbeat. It's off-kilter. But I love that. There's this lackadaisical, uh, free-flowing thought process to it that just no other MC I know of can match. He just does this with this this gravitas and this grandiosity that and not in an arrogant way it's just he's just that good at it and he makes it seem seamless and effortless that he just presents these wonderful combinations of lyrics that you just can't top anywhere else he's just the best and then uh ample life's production work uh again calls back to an older style a lot of sampling and live instrumentation uh, not really in that trap style that's really popular right now. Um, I love it. It creates this. It call it has uh, elements of funk. It has elements of gospel and soul and R and B. So it creates this wonderful lush texture for him to go off of. Uh, despite what T'Angelo says, I did really like Chili Sauce. Yeah, it's really? a bit of a pop song, but you know. <laughs> yeah i mean it's a pop song it doesn't totally sound like it fits on the album i'm not gonna lie i agree with you there but in terms as a pop track uh i think it works really well um maybe it was just their way of getting getting on the radio maybe it was their way of getting recognized um there's so many good songs on here wheel of fortune gravy train funk roller or any of the funk roller uh the the interludes and normally i'm not a big fan of skits or interludes but this time it was actually an instance of i actually liked them so i was i was surprised myself other than that though um i'm not gonna say the album was perfect it's i'm not gonna say it's one of the best things that ever came out ever uh songs like humble pie 
are just uh, that one specifically. I mean, the story it's telling is interesting, but overall, it's not something I loved. Um, but there's just there's a wide diversity. Things get a little bit psych- more psychedelic near the end with some of songs like Lateral Thinking and Sit Your Ass Down. It gets a little wild. Um, and, you know, this is going to sound stupid, but I just I love this little album cover. Uh, you got Dell walking. You got Amp Live on his skateboard. It's this sort of simple basicness. It's it's this cute little <laughs> album cover. I just I can't get enough of it. A cute little album cover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously though, I it just it it's simple. It 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 uh it, it's unassuming. It's alluring. It pulls you in. It it makes you curious. So I'm I was just on board with it. So yeah, um, it's it's calling back to an older era. It's reminiscent of a time that more or less has kind of come and gone. I get that. I respect that. That you know, this is not something that we typically would get, and this is not a release that's going to be super common at this point. But overall, I mean, I just I love the record. I think the record's fantastic. Um, it's it's Dell at his finest. Um, Amplized production is fantastic as well. And oh man, I I didn't even get to like how wild shit gets at the end. With the song "On the Ball" featuring uh, Eli, they get so fucking hard. It gets so aggressive. Dell, <laughs> so aggressive, <laughs> right? Um, so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, you just got these glitchy synth sounds, which do kind of step away from sort of the more traditional sound that was going on earlier on the album. It gets thundering. It gets pulsating. It gets you excited as fuck to listen and it gets you amped up as all hell god i love it i love it i love it i love it um you just gotta listen to this album and frankly dell's been doing this for years he's a master at this this is just another example of it it was great to have another full length of dell as he's often more of a, a guest, uh, uh, a feature, rather than his own albums, except for the Deltron albums. Um, and look, D- D- he's he's not uh, being painted in blackface. Uh, he's not crying because Pusha T uh, verbally beat the shit out of him. Uh, Del is a master of his craft. He has, oozes confidence and braggadocio, but not without... Not, in actual words, but in the effortlessness of his work. Uh, unlike some Canadian hip-hop actors. Oh, uh, God. Why, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. Scorpion. Scorpion. We're, Scorpion. Which, no, we're never, and which we're never going to review. That thing is like, what, a thousand hours long? It's just a way of getting Spotify clicks. Fuck that shit. This album is beautiful because it is only running at a smooth 49 minutes which is an appropriate album length, an appropriate album length designed with artistic merit, not just because it creates Spotify revenue. Fuck that shit. Dell is crushing it. Because it won a fucking Grammy for this. None of these albums, no, actually, Lecrae's album in the Christian category is way more likely to win a Grammy than any of these other projects. Wait, how do you figure? There's a gospel category. What? Lecrae is a gospel rap artist. Wait, this is gospel music? He's definitely a gospel rap artist. I listened to this entire fucking album and I didn't realize that this was a gospel album. Tangelo, tell us all about Let the Trap Say Amen by Lecrae and The Turvin. Don't even say Zaytiki's name like that, okay? (laughs) It's how it's said on the entire album. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's how it said on the entire album is the Tarvin. I'm not oh wrong. Oh my gosh. Okay, first off. I hate when you guys intro my albums. You guys always ruin my shit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We are not nice people. <laughs> Fucking ruin Zaytoven. Zaytoven is a is a living legend when it comes to this type <laughs> of production and type of music. That we would not have trap music without Zaytoven uh, <sighs> production. I just want to put that out there before I even start talking about Lecrae. So this is this is honestly my first project of Lecrae's that I've given a full listen to. Uh, Lecrae has been around. I want to say at least five years. Um, I want to say he has at, at least three Grammys um, in the gospel category. Uh, yes, he has one, two, three, four, five, six. No, wait. He has he has three Grammys, and he's been nominated for six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, he won in uh, he won two in twenty fifteen for his Messengers album, and one in twenty thirteen for his Gra- Gravity album. Um, he was nominated for rap performance in 2015 and gospel performance and song in 2015 and rock gospel album in 2011. So that, Lecrae is like legit. Yeah. So Le- Lecrae, Lecrae is, is definitely a well-respected gospel artist, even more specifically in gospel uh, rap or gospel rock is what I guess they're even labeling him as. Um, he has a he has an excellent stage presence from the videos that I've seen of him performing live. Um, he's just an overall excellent lyricist. Like if you, and I, and I, this album is definitely him stepping out of his normal lane. Um, cause he was definitely going into, uh, more like modern rap, um, in regards to like beat selection. Again, Zaytoven and trap music being again on a heavy rise. Um, and even more specifically, the flows that he utilized over the course of this album are very modern. Um, he definitely used the Karate Chop flow. Um, I forget what song that's on. Um, and Karate Chop flow has definitely been around for quite some time, so the future. Um, but what I really enjoyed about this album was, one, there's not many hip-hop artists, I guess you'd say specifically mainstream, that can make an entire project without swearing. True, true. And I know he's he works, I mean, you know, he works within the gospel genre. So naturally he's not gonna swear. But for him to create the music that he made and not swear at any point within it and still make excellent hooks, excellent verses. He has some pretty unique features on here. <laughs> pretty unique features indeed. Um from Waka Flocka being, I, I guess you could say, probably one of the more well-known artists, all the way to Verse Simmons, who is probably one of my favorite, like, urban um, R&B, to, I guess or R&B is technically urban, but um, within the genre of, like, like underrated R&B singers, Verse Simmons is j- just an excellent singer. Um, by chance, is Easily my favorite song on the album, but I definitely enjoyed Plugged In, Only God Can Judge Me, and I Can't Lose. Uh, Lecrae is is definitely someone who you'll listen to and then say, man, I need to go check out some of his other projects. So I, I definitely enjoyed Zaytoven on the beats and Lecrae on Versus. So but I'm definitely curious to see what how you guys felt about this project. I mean, uh, I got to say for certain, I haven't heard anything quite like this album um i will admit it was pretty amazing that lecrae went through the whole album without swearing right that's creativity right yeah no i i agree um i I gotta admit first 
off the bat, I don't necessarily get trap music. Um, I'm kind of worn out on uh, was the cry chop flow, karate chop flow. Yeah, the cry chop flow. Um, it's I feel like it's been done. It's been done a heck of a lot at this point. The da 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 da. And compared to Dell's sort of free flowing style, I feel it's really limited and constrained. I typically find the production work on trap music to be very limited um, and unengaging uh, with very minimal sampling um, or just this very minor key stuff with the same kind of hi-hat, bass, drum, and snare sound. So um, I I say all that to kind of walking into this, but uh, I will admit um, Zaytoven's production is definitely some of the more interesting production I've ever heard in terms of trap music. Uh, I'm not... A fan of him having to have his watermark on every single track that I have to know every single time that it's a turban. I get it. You made the song. Cool. Have it one or two times in an album, but every single song feels redundant and excessive. Uh, but overall, I will admit that Zaytoven's production work in terms of trap music that I've heard is definitely some of the most interesting stuff I've heard. Mm. I feel you. Um, Songs like Get Back Right, uh... Fly Away and By Chance were songs I liked. There were some songs that felt just really repetitive, like Plugged In and I Can't Lose, and it just felt like the same thing over and over again um, that were not as engaging. Uh, I did like that the lyrical content definitely had a more positive message. Um, while, you know, there is talk of uh, uh, criminal lifestyle and stuff like that, they always flip it on its head, such as on two sides of the game where they refer to these things uh, not in a positive light. They go, well, you could do this, and you might have a short-term gain, but then ultimately it's going to blow back in your face later down the line. So, uh, you know, I, I I find it interesting that the lyrical content was definitely uh, was creative and definitely to Lecrae's <laughs> strengths um, and talking about spirituality, especially on some of the later tracks. So uh, I can't tell you I really liked listening to this album, uh, but I appreciated it for what it is. I appreciate what they were trying to do. Um... Again, that trap production work just doesn't do a whole lot for me, which I think is sort of just the crux of the issue of, you know, there's this whole part of the album that I'm just not really feeling too much. And like I said, um, some of the lyrical content gets really repetitive, the same verses over and over again. Uh, Plugged in, they just keep saying it over and over and over again, and then I can't lose. I mean, you hear that over and over and 24 hours uh, salute to 24 yeah fine whatever um it just it it doesn't do anything for me just to say the th- same thing over and over the auto-tuned sing sing-songy stuff i get why i i, I could I, I could appreciate it for what it is but ultimately i just I, I have a hard time finding uh myself wanting to recommend this album uh but i also know i'm walking into this one with a huge amount of bias so uh, sure fuck it listen to it why not you might, you might like. You it. definitely are sounding old as shit, my guy. <laughs> I, I am old as shit, and that's why I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I can. Can you just take me back to two thousand eight, and I'll just you know comfortably lay there for till the end of time. Um, no, I, again, I. It just maybe it's just I'm not I'm not appreciating it yet. Maybe it's something with time I'm gonna really get into. It's a genre of rap. No, it's definitely that. a genre of rap. It's 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 new and or newer compared to some of the older stuff that, you know, stuff that I'm a little bit more used to, stuff that I'm more familiar to. So, it, again, I, I get I have to wrap my head around it. I have to find uh, the artist that I like and I appreciate, wrap my head around it more, understand it a little bit more. Um, I, I feel like probably there's stuff that I will enjoy at some point. It's just the the mainstream stuff I heard just 
feels unengaging to me. And <laughs> I mean, I, I go back to like sort of, I guess, quote unquote, classic hip hop. Uh, it took me a long time to find the artist that pulled me into it. Uh, I mean, I believe it was LPs. I'll sleep when you're dead in that 2000 from 2007. It was that point when I actually was like, oh, I get this genre. I get it. And this, it could be weird and psychedelic, like some of the rock music I like to listen to. And that opened me up to being more, more, more open-minded about it. (laughs) And I know, I know, I know. And so then I was listening to a lot of stuff um, way late, and but I, I was able to appreciate because I had that doorway into something that was a little um, more that connected with me, resonated with me more. So I, I'm pretty certain that you know if I find that artist that kind of does the same thing for me in that more that subgenre of rap that's trap, um, I'll probably be more appreciative of it. But at this point, um, again, I gotta give credit that Zaytoven does do some really creative stuff. Um, aside from putting his watermark on every single album or every single song on this album. That to me is drives me nuts. Uh, Lecrae does have a pretty good flow um, aside from a lot of use of the karate chop beat, but it, I don't know. It, it's, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. <laughs> that, that, that's clear at this point. Oh, crazy. Last album. Let's talk about the coop. The Coop is a hip-hop band that pulls elements of funk, punk, hip-hop, and soul, uh, lately having some very dance-centric music, very politically influenced, very politically active in their lyrics, um, talking a lot about police brutality, drugs, um, politics, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, And they had a film, Sorry to Bother You, that came out in 2018. Uh, This is the soundtrack to it. T'Angelo, what did you think of Sorry to Bother You? The soundtrack by the Coop. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. Oh boy, what now? I heard this album. Ah, shit. When the movie came out, uh huh. Just because I was really excited to see the movie, um, and I, I feel like I saw the project. Well, I saw that the the soundtrack was out before the the movie came out, so I go check out the soundtrack. All right. My first listen. This shit is ass. <laughs> And deleted it. <laughs> deleted off my phone ASAP. Oh man, that's that's not good. Ryan sent the the message out that he wanted us to listen to this project. In my head, I was like, I wonder if it's that ass project I heard some months ago. <laughs> Real talk, this is what I said to myself. And then you said Boots Riley, and I was like, Oh, when I listened to it, it said the coop or the coop or whatever it was. Right. And I was like, Oh, so this must be some different shit. So I look up Boots Riley, Sorry to Bother You soundtrack. Right. It's, I look at it, I'm like, damn, that's like the same as the other album. Nah, it gotta be different. Gotta be different. And then you sent the message that there were two albums. I was like, I knew I wasn't tripping. So I listened to this shit again. <laughs> damn, this shit is ass. She's ass. The only songs that I would even tell somebody to waste their time I'm listening to. Man, it's not that bad. It's the Janae, Janelle Monet song, What the Girl Motherfucking Wanna Do. I think that's how you say that shit. Right, right. It was only good because I love her. You know what I mean? Like, she's just an amazing fucking artist. Like, she's always doing shit that you just can't expect from her. Oh, she's the best. And that song fit that mold for her. And then Monsoon, because I that's the song that Killer Mike was on. I just fuck with, I just fuck with Killer Mike as well. 
outside of that shit, throw this shit in the trash. Throw this shit in the trash. This shit was ass. I don't even have this. man, man. I'm pretty sure I didn't go see the movie yet because I listened to the soundtrack first. I'm pretty sure I, I haven't seen it because of the soundtrack. I was like, damn, these are the songs that's in this movie. Oh my god. And Ryan, I feel like I have just have a natural reaction to shit on albums that you suggest because this is just a love and hate narrative that we have for the podcast. But my God, this shit is ass. And I have nothing else to say. I, I adore the love-hate relationship that you and Ryan have. That uh, it was. You guys seem to just always want to hate each other's albums. And I, I'm sure if we got to the other G Herbo album, y'all would have some sharp things to say. I do, and I'm sure as fuck not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be too good, though. Swervo was ass. <laughs> Swervo was ass, and I blame Southside. I blame Southside. G Herbo is not a trap beat artist. He does not do his best work over trap beats. He does excellent work over like storytelling beats, uh, beats that like are like kind of like slower, but with like a like a little speed on him, so that he can he can do his what you know he can flow over it. But trap beats are too fast for him. He just does not do his best work over trap beats. Period. Southside is a dope producer, and we're not supposed to get we're not even supposed we're not even talking about that project. But Swervo was ass. I even hit up my Chicago homies like Herbo failed us. Herbo failed us on this project. It's ass. Well, on the plus side, then we we uh, avoided having to review G Herbo's Swervo. <laughs> And I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I love the idea of Swervo. Like that title is hard as fuck. What's the name of your your project? Swervo. Oh, that shit gotta be hard. Oh no, Swervo's solid title. I was disappointed as shit. Right. I didn't put any of those songs on my workout playlist. All that shit was ass, man. All that shit was ass. Ass. Anyway, uh, sorry to bother you by the coop. Um. I didn't hate it as much as you. Uh, I I don't know if I'd recommend it, but you know, I, I thought it was okay. Um, two things really got going for it. Uh, one, I mean, it, it to me this album I, I described it as uh, LMFAO for smart people. You know, you know, it's like it's that hype music. You know, it gets you hype, gets you excited, but uh, you know, it's it's just a little bit smarter, got a little bit more witty lyricism about it than LMFAO, which just yells about shots. This this has got some other shit going on. Uh, so, but it's those, it's those amping anthems that get you jacked up. And also the thing is, this album is only 36 minutes. So with 36 minutes, everything kind of comes and goes really quickly. A song that, you know, I think the only song, Anitra's Basement Tapes, is the only one that goes on for too long, in my opinion. Otherwise, everything kind of shows up, gets you jacked up, goes. Um, I liked Monsoon. I liked Oh Ya Hit uh, and Hey Saturday Night. Um, and yes, like Tiangelo said, what the girl motherfucker I want to do by Jan- with with Janelle Monet is fantastic as well. Um, you know, it's it's simplistic. It's um, it's gauche. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, in your face and audacious. But I don't mind that kind of music, and especially in a small serving like this, it, it gets you jacked up, gets you excited. Hey, I'm gonna go. Uh, go do something awesome, but unlike an LMFAO song, which like I'm gonna get myself blackout drunk, I'm gonna go, you know, set a police station on fire or something, or you know, write an angry letter to my congressman. Um, so I, I thought it was okay.
okay. You know, it, it wasn't anything mind blowing. Um, and uh, but I didn't think it was repulsive. Uh, I thought there's some good singles. You know, a couple of these songs on a mixtape would be fine by me. Um, I I I, I it appears that uh, some of us feel a little bit differently about that. But um, you know, it, it was fine. Fine. Fuck it. Whatever. But uh, before we wrap up, D'Angelo, uh, what have you been listening to lately? What 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 else has been on your play on your uh, on your playlists? I, I love that you're doing this now, Alex. That you're asking us like to add this shit at the end. I, I fucking love this. I mean, it was Chris's idea. Oh, okay. Salute to Chris. Right. So, uh, what's been going on? What's on your playlist lately? What have you been listening to? So the projects that I've been listening to, uh, the new Bass Project. Uh, shit, what's the name of that shit specifically? Uh, Milky Way. He, it just came out uh, this past weekend. Bass is, or Boss is a artist signed to J. Cole. Uh, excellent project. Um, just, 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 oh, sorry. I'm, I'm clicking on songs so I can see their album titles. Uh, it was just excellent. I really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely go check out Boss. Uh, he definitely is like J. Cole, but he's not. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of positive things about the new uh, Young Boy and uh, Kevin Gates project that just released as well. Um, I haven't gotten to that project yet. I'll probably listen to that while I'm at work today. Uh, T Pain dropped a new project. <laughs> Go check it out. Uh, it was I really I really did enjoy it. Like there are some tracks on there that were clearly throwaways, but there are definitely some songs on there. Like damn, you should have saved this T Pain. Uh, but I, I definitely go check out T Pain. I might have said this last time. Uh, check out Stefan Don. Uh, she's an artist from the UK, uh, female rapper. Just, just excellent. Uh, she reminds me of Nikki in her heyday. She reminds me of Nikki in her heyday. That's how, that's how I describe her to people. And uh, yeah, that's where I'll stop. Couple quick ones. Uh, I'm gonna start off here. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit that I only finally just listened to Lauren Hill's "The Miseducation of Lauren Hill." Uh, you know, like twenty some years after I was supposed to, but uh, that's that's just how I operate sometimes. What What made you listen to it? Like now, what made you listen to it now? I mean, I just hadn't gotten around to it, and it's been sitting there for a while. It's been sitting there for a while, but uh, obviously, it's a great album. I understand why uh, it's lauded. Um, fantastic, and. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm 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 a fucking old man. I haven't got around to everything yet. <laughs> Such an old guy. Right. Um, but I mean it's fantastic. It, it's an older style, um, but you can't help but love it. Beautiful song creation, beautiful rap flows. Uh fuck, even the interludes are good. And normally, like I said, I'm not a big fan of interludes. I usually just don't dig them, but even these were really, really good. So uh it's it's a must listen to. Um there's another album, uh the uh, uh, testing by ASAP Rocky. Um, I listened to the first another ASAP Rocky project at Long Last ASAP a while ago. Really didn't care for it. This one uh, was a lot more in favor of um, sort of weird trippy psychedelic hip hop. Uh, I was much more receptive and warm to it compared to the other albums, so um, I think it was worth checking out. Uh, another album uh, was was single was Clipping's Face. Um, they just put out a new single. I'm really hoping for a new Clipping album. Uh, this year or next year, uh, only a couple songs, but uh, worth your time. And um, in my endless search for good kraut rock, I stumbled across an album called AR4 by Achim Reichel. Um, Who's that? Um, German <laughs> kraut rock rocker dude from the 70s. Uh, I mean, sort of avant-garde. Fuck. Yeah, uh, avant-garde shit. But this album... Uh, 
a lot of bands and artists from the era um, are pretty ass. They suck. But this one was great. It's sort of just one 40-some minute long composition of good crot rock goodness, driving pulsating beats um, with, with sort of this hypnotic rhythmicness that you can easily get sucked into. Released in 1973. Um, I, I think it's just a perfect example of what the genre can do when it's being done well. Um, which oftentimes it wasn't. Uh, maybe not quite as good as the luminaries of like Can and Kraftwerk and Noi, which I know you don't care about, but it's great. And this cover art is ridiculous. But yeah, um, I think that's it. Anyway, Tiangelo, thanks as always. Fucking nailed another one.